This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. What's up? What's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with the Mark Weber. Dub them And we are back for another edition of the Onside Kick right here on Most Valuable Podcasters, where we get to talk NFL. And Mark, today's a great week. You want to know why it's a great week? Why is it a great week? It is a great week because not only did we have a ton of free agency, your Bears got some wide receivers, they did my some Vikings. And the one thing I do want to say here at the beginning, I told you so. I sat here the first time we talked about it, mm-hmm. and I said, don't be surprised when he signs with the Vikings. And everyone in that comment section was like, he ain't going to sign. He's just saying it because he's a Vikings fan. Well, I was right. Kirk Cousins was right. Let, let's defense the ego a moment. When I, the ego when I came moment, in here that after was popular Super- opinion. No, no, no. When I came in here after Super Bowl week and I said, Mark, he wants to win. And everyone's like, no, he's going to take the money. And I said, no, he said he wants to win. And you were like, well... You know, if he does go to the Jets and he is lying, you were kind of on the nice side of things, weren't saying that definitely he was going to lie. Just wanted to say I was right, and we got our quarterback, but now we got to win a Super Bowl or else it doesn't I matter. I hope he's a bust so badly now. <sighs> Do you like how in the I group text you. you were excited? I was like, why are you excited? He's a bust. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> immediately oh. flipped on him. I don't want the uh, the Marshall gif of damn to be... Uh, my reaction after Kirk Cousins is done. But it's mock draft week here on the onside kick. Mark and I giving our 4.0 for our NFL mock draft. But before we get into it, got to go to a little bit of housekeeping. Number one, you want to support us, check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. Going to have Christian on next week. Uh, one of our patrons is going to be on next week for the month of March. You want to be like him, check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. Also, you want an MVP t shirt? That link is also down below in the description. Then finally, mostvalopodcast.com. That's where you put ev- we put everything up for MVP each and every day. And then go on to iTunes. If you have an Apple podcast, you have iTunes, go ahead and give the Onside Kick a five-star rating. It would mean the world to us. But, Mark, we have our 1.0 or our 4.0. We're stewing them in groups of 10 and then 11. We're going to start with the first 10. In this first segment, Mm -hmm. as we always do, I will start with you. All right. Take us through your 1 through 10. Let's do it. All right, so we're going to start with the Browns. They're going to take Saquon Barkley, the running back out of Penn State, uh, number one. Giants next are going to take Sam Darnold, the quarterback, USC. The Colts are going to take Bradley Chubb, defensive end out of NC State. Browns, they go up again, and this time they're going to take Josh Allen, the quarterback with a cannon out of Wyoming. The Broncos next are going to not take a quarterback. They got Minka Fitzpatrick, defensive back, Alabama. Jets go with Roquan Smith, linebacker out of Georgia. Denzel Ward, the cornerback out of the Ohio State University, going to the Bucks. The Bears are going to get Quentin Nelson, the guard out of Notre Dame. The 49ers take Calvin Ridley, the wide receiver out of Alabama, and then to, you know, Continue rolling the tide. <laughs> the Raiders are going to take Rashawn Evans, linebacker, out of Alabama. Well, I noticed something. It was either in my 2.0 big board or my 3.0 big board on the primetime podcast. I literally had Alab- It was like Ridley Evans Payne back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just, I'm doing the graphic and I'm like, Alabama logo, Alabama logo, Alabama logo, all in a row. But let's do mine starting at the top with... The same Cleveland Browns, same pick as Mark had, Saquon Barkley, running back from Penn State. 
Then the Giants going quarterback, but I've got Josh Allen, the quarterback from Wyoming. Colts going with Bradley Chubb, defensive end, NC State. The Browns via the Texans taking Baker Mayfield, the quarterback from Oklahoma. At number five, Quentin Nelson, the guard from the Fighting Irish going to the Denver Broncos. Number six, Sam Darnold, quarterback from the Trojans in Southern Cal going to New York to be with the Jets. Number seven, Minka Fitzpatrick, defensive back, roll tide going to the Bucks. The Bears at seven, taking Denzel Ward, the cornerback from the Ohio State University. Number nine, the 49ers going Tremaine Edmonds, the pass rusher from VT. And then at number 10, the Oakland Raiders, but soon to be Las Vegas Raiders, will take Roquan Smith, the linebacker, almost said running back, the linebacker from the Georgia Bulldogs. And the first thing we're going to look at, Mark, is teams that either needed quarterbacks or got quarterbacks with Mm -hmm. this free agency. And I want to start with the Browns. Want to start at the top? Well, the 1-4 pick, because for me, I was a little bit confused on what to do for the Browns, because originally, when I put it in, I was like, you know what? They've got Tyrod Taylor. Go Saquon at one. Minka's there at four. Take Minka Fitzpatrick. You've got Tyrod Taylor. But then when I came back to my mock and I was like, you know what? Let me see Tyrod's contract. And I looked it up. I'm like, all right, he's for sure done at the end of this year. I mean, they could technically resign Tyrod. But do you want to look back and say, well, you know, Tyrod's decent. He was an okay starter for us. But really, we should have got a quarterback within that 2018 NFL draft, and that's when I changed it. And for me, I went with my second quarterback off the board. I went with Baker Mayfield, the guy that I believe could go into Cleveland and have the attitude needed to be a winner with the Browns. What do you think with the Browns after the Mm -hmm. moves they made, bringing in Landry, Taylor, and Randall? First of all, I appreciate you putting your money where your mouth is here with this pick from Mm -hmm. when we talked about should the Browns do it, and you said yes, Mm -hmm. and you're sticking through it. Uh you know, I, I think they could. They certainly could do that. Tyrod Taylor is obviously bridge quarterback for them. Uh, Tyrod is destined to be a journeyman quarterback at this point in his career. Thank you, Buffalo. Which is unfortunate because, you know, he was good in Buffalo. Was not amazing, but he was good. He's better than Nathan Peterman. Uh, who is currently <laughs> their quarterback. So, uh-huh. uh, Well, for now. The draft until they draft their yet. rookie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, the you know, things will happen, obviously, with that. But for the Browns... Yeah, it's obviously a bridge situation. They're going to look for somebody who can play and not have to have somebody else start. That's Mm -hmm. why, actually, I think both of us have really good picks for them with Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen, both being guys that, you know, it's not Josh Rosen who's sitting there thinking that's your most NFL-ready quarterback Mm -hmm. out of the group. These are guys who could use a year. Now, I think Josh Allen probably could use a year a little bit more than Baker Mayfield could. Because Baker Mayfield's that kind of personality where he's really going to take over a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be hard for Tyrod to fight that. I think especially in a place like Cleveland, this is where Johnny Manziel was. You know, We all remember, I'm not comparing the two necessarily, I'm just saying we all remember how quickly people cheered to get Johnny out on the field. Yeah. It's like having Tebow as your backup. The crowd is going to turn on you the second you throw an Johnny interception. Johnny football. You know, or and, having Tebow. Tebow. And Baker Mayfield, you know. Same amount of syllables as Johnny Football, so it Baker works really Mayfield. easily. Uh, and Josh Allen, I think, is the same way, but mm-hmm. he's going to not necessarily get commanded well, as quickly. Here's the one thing I want to add, and this was I was watching NFL Live today, and it was Bill Polian. And I understand mm-hmm. Bill, it, first off, let's be honest, Bill's an older guy. 
Bill's more a reserved guy, where and he's been in that role of scouting players, which guys do I want for the Indianapolis Colts? And he's got every right to say, hey, let my track record speak for myself because we had really good teams with the Colts when um, Bill Polian was there. But he said the one thing, and this is where I kind of disagree with Polian. They're talking about Mayfield. And he said again, like, you know what, I'm the most accurate. Um, I'm confident. And basically... He's pretty ba- much said, I'm going to be the best. Yeah, basically that he is. He said he is the best quarterback mm-hmm. in this draft. And Polian said he needs to show a little bit more humility. He needs to show it where if he stepped into, yeah. they said, like a situation like New York to where he's even said like, hey, you know, I'm going to step in. And I know that guy's been here for years, but my goal is to win that starting job, mm-hmm. which to me, I look at that and go, great. That's why I drafted you. Yeah, of to course. have that attitude. I mean. There's a different side to where you can mm-hmm. like that attitude can go into yeah. an evil place, let's say. But it's like Lewis Riddick said. You you talk to the head coach at Oklahoma, you talk to that coaching staff, you talk to the players at Oklahoma, he goes, There's just something that just playing with this guy, having him on your team, anyone who's been a teammate of his or a coach will run into a wall for that kid. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of power that he has being a leader of a team, of an offense. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of good moves going on with Cleveland right now, and Tyrod Taylor is one of the kind of undersold ones mm-hmm. here, um, the ones that people don't want to talk about so much. So, And part of that's because we know they're probably still going to draft a quarterback. They said, yeah. we're going to fix this quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. They kicked Kaiser out this first chance they had. Uh, which is good. He's going to. Well, be... I mean, for the Packers now, he's the incumbent backup because I'm assuming that's no, what no, that no. means. He's not the backup. He's starting day one. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers' your time is, is done. He's done. They got to cut him. They got to cut him. He returned to the IR after he left it. They have to cut him. The league rules say they have to. Of course, the Packers are going to follow those mm-hmm. rules, and Goodell is going to enforce it. Um, Instead, so, they'll cut Randall Cobb. That's why they are. Yeah. So they got rid of Jordy Nelson and, and Randall yeah. Cobb. Like, good enough, right? Uh, but the Browns obviously need it, you know. It, but they've done enough. They've made some good, uh, some good acquisitions mm-hmm. to say, hey, all of a sudden we might be able to compete. Uh, let me see if I can find the comment really fast. Well, there was one that said they're the second best team in the division. Now yeah. In our comment section. Exactly. That's exactly the one I was going up to see if I could mm-hmm. find it really fast. Um, but. You know, and it's kind of true in a way because the rest of the division's fallen off. It well, was like the Ravens. We're going to get to that. We're basically mm-hmm. talking about three, three fourths of that division Daddy's today. To Curry, one, two, three. But I mean, the Ravens took a step back. Mm-hmm. The Bengals—they're a team that I mean, we're—I don't think we're going to hit them today. But interesting to say, they trade back. They're now at twenty-one. Like part yep. of me goes, "Yeah, I know you get like what they got, like a tackle or a guard mm-hmm. from the Bills. Yeah, I know you could need that, but it's like." Couldn't you have basically stayed at 12 and got someone that could have helped your team even more? I mean, really, to me, this division, everyone except for the like the Steelers have the Le'Veon situation. Yeah. The Ravens whiffed on wide receivers and free agency. The Bengals are moving back and they weren't really a great team last year. Browns are moving up. Everyone else is moving down. I and mean, they have to move up. I mean, they were 0-16 last year. Well, we hope. We hope yeah. they win. Like Dave and I said, I'm like, oh, maybe they can win a game. He goes, no, not just game. Games uh, with an S because that's be how many preferred. games they're going to win this year. Would be preferred. Now, to, to move over to mm-hmm. some of these other teams, you know, the Broncos and Jets are the most interesting to me because both of these teams, I sit mm-hmm. there and I say, 
Yes, you got somebody, but similar to the Browns, your somebody is not an answer. But these two mm-hmm. teams, I feel like they might try and force that person to be the answer. Here is the question I'm going to ask you because he is on the like at five. He was on the board for you. For me, he yeah. was off the board today at Baker Mayfield. I almost said Johnny Manziel. Didn't mean to. Baker Mayfield's pro mm-hmm. day. The Broncos had the most representatives there with seven, John Elway being one of them. Yeah. Is there a high chance, although they've got Case Keenum and it's a two-year deal, that they draft Baker Mayfield at number five still? I do think it's still a very real possibility for the Broncos or, honestly, for the Jets to draft whoever is still Mm -hmm. there. For me, Baker Mayfield's still there. Um, And the reason I say that is because Case Keenum is not an answer. I honestly don't think Case Keenum— is any different than Trevor Simeon, who they just got rid of? I think he's a step up from Trevor Simeon. At least, why? Like, and here's and here's the thing with the Case Keenum argument is mm-hmm. to me, I want to say he's a step up. But however, the retort to that is the Vikings have a better team than Denver. Exactly like, what the, I was going to say. This yep. is the this is the test for Case Keenum of how good are you? Because really, it's going to answer: Are you a real? Are you being a good quarterback now? Or did you just have a good team around you? Yeah. Are you good or were you Trent Dilfer? That's well, basically Case what Case Keenum is. has had his starting opportunities mm-hmm. before, and they did not go well. No. Not until he got to a really, really good team. Mm-hmm. That a, And Kubiak was a guy, I things. believe, that drafted Keenum. No, he was undrafted. A, wasn't he? He was an undrafted uh, that's quarterback. That's right, but signed, he was yeah. with the Texans when he signed with the Texans. Yep. yep. Um, so I really don't think those guys are any different. You can go ahead in the comment section and say which one you think mm-hmm. is better. But to me, that's a pretty lateral move. Well, there's a reason we got rid of him. Exactly. Well, the Vikings got rid of him. The Vikings would have gotten rid of him in the playoff if he wasn't on that role. I think they. Mm-hmm. I still firmly believe they wanted Teddy to be able to come back and start one of those games. It was funny how Mike Zimmer would never commit to him. Yeah. Whenever he was it asked about him, he would right? never firmly commit to Case Keenum. Case Keenum is a fine quarterback, but he is not anything special. The mm-hmm. Broncos will want to get somebody. Um, now, like I said, though, I do feel like some of these teams, you know, mm-hmm. the Broncos or the Jets, who now had Teddy Bridgewater. Um, and, and McCown. Yep, and McCown. Uh, I do feel like both these teams could try and force the issue and say, no. Case Keenum, that's our guy. Mm-hmm. Or Teddy Bridgewater, he's going to be back, and we're going to be able to do good things with him. You know, I do think both these teams could try and force it, but at the same time, I'm I'm assuming they're going to be realistic and at least entertain the idea of drafting one of these quarterbacks. Well, I did struggle to – I felt that the Jets, more so than the mm-hmm. Broncos, I really thought probably would would strongly consider taking a quarterback, but they need linebacker help. Yeah, they do, but for me, this is – what I was kind of thinking with these teams is so the Bronc out of all the teams that you just said forcing the issue of saying the guy we signed is our guy, mm-hmm. the Broncos are that guy. The Broncos are that team. Oh, I think so too. I mean, they still got Paxton Lynch on the G- roster. Well, he's not going to be on the roster much longer. Let's be honest. I mean, they got rid of Trevor Simeon. I think Paxton Lynch is next. It's a mm-hmm. failed project. Get rid of it. It is. Yeah, like failed project. Get rid of it. And I don't think the Broncos are going to waste the top five pick. On a quarterback, they're going to double down and say, you know what, Case is our guy, and we're going to go ahead. And I looked at it, and I was like, you know what, they need a new left guard. Quentin Nelson is sitting there. Go ahead and take Quentin Nelson. Protect that new quarterback that you got. Either worry about the quarterback, the backup quarterback later, or say, hey, you know what, if Case doesn't pan out, then we're going to do it. Because another point Mm -hmm. that they brought up 
on NFL Live that I never would have thought about was that John Elway is the guy where when you come in, you better start winning or else he will get rid of you so quickly because all John Elway wants to do is win. Mm-hmm. Win, 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 because that's what he did when he was a quarterback. Yeah. So if you're not going to win, they're going to get rid of you, and they're going to get another guy. And I mean, and they've shown it in the past, too, mm-hmm. of how quickly they are to kind of turn people over and mm-hmm. say, all right, you're out of here. Yep. And that's exactly why I think they're the team. The Jets, though, mm-hmm. both of their quarterbacks, McCown and Bridgewater, one-year deal. So that's yep. why I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, Josh Allen's off the board, Baker Mayfield's off my board. Rosen or Darnold? And to me, both of those quarterbacks could fit with that pick. The reason why I go Darnold is from a leadership standpoint, yes, with all the negatives that we've talked about of recent, he's probably one, if not two, on the ranking of quarterback leadership of these quarterbacks. It's probably him or or Mayfield are number one on that list. And I looked at Rose and I said, there are so many questions about you, about condescending wide, re- like being mm-hmm. condescending while talking to wide receivers. Whenever a coach tells you something, you got to ask why. There's so much negative with Rosen's personality that I would just say, I don't even want to deal with it. I'll go Darnold and Darnold could sit a year and then be their starter year yeah. two. Or take over year I, one. I totally understand why you have Josh mm-hmm. Allen going to the Giants, but it's so interesting to me to see Josh Allen being your first well, quarterback off the board. And the thing is, the reason why I had him go to the Giants is really because of what the Browns did at number one. Mm-hmm. The Browns go with Saquon Barkley, and the Giants, I know they're getting, I think they're getting Jonathan Stewart, or they had him visit today. And I would look and I'd just go, fuck, man, we wanted him. And then you're sitting there going, well, our top three needs, quarterback, tackle, running back. Running back, we're not going to take there because Barkley already went. Offensive tackle, maybe Orlando Brown or Mike McGlinchey, but I'm not taking either of those guys way up at number two. And I'll sit there and I'll go, hey, you know what? How many years does how many years does Eli have left? All right, three. Josh Allen can sit for three years. Josh Allen could be that guy that sits – Aaron Rodgers styles and have probably the most potential out of any of the quarterbacks. Like you said, had a cannon at the combine. I feel like he'd be the best choice for a sit for three, three years, sit Mm -hmm. for two or three and be okay. Not okay with that, but be able to transition that the rest of them, you're starting them almost right away. Or trying to start them right away. Yeah, I think Josh Allen definitely needs to sit. I mean, mm-hmm. I think any of these guys need to sit. With I think Josh Rosen's the most NFL ready quarterback. Um, you know, there's a reason why he goes to the team that he goes to later mm-hmm. on. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely can agree with that. Um, what about your Bears? You said you want to talk about the Bears. Yeah, I, I want to talk about the Bears because they completely shut down the Bears are going to draft Calvin Ridley conversation. They're I love. Like, I kind of. I kind of like it. I kind of oh, like it. it. I love it. And the nice thing is, you know, when I came to the Bears pick, I'm mm-hmm. sitting there and it's, uh, I mean, Denzel Ward wasn't there because the Bucks just took him. Uh, and the Bucks definitely could have taken Quentin Nelson. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, the Bucks don't need a guard. They need a tackle more so. Yeah. Um, so it, it's not a perfect fit in that case. And they definitely do need some defensive back help. But it's good for the Bears because... The Bears are returning with now with Prince Amukamura coming back. I said that very weirdly, but whatever. Um, with him coming back, they're returning their whole defensive backfield right now. The starters, mm-hmm. at least. 
They're bringing all of them now, back. So they're my obviously saying is, that they're at least somewhat happy with them. Is Kyle Fuller for sure coming back? Because the last thing I heard about Kyle Fuller is he got the transition. Well, they pick. at least have the ability to match. Okay. You so know, it's not for sure that he's coming back, but it's pretty heavily that it's he's pretty coming obvious back. that okay. unless someone's going to pay him a really big amount, so the much Bears that are Ryan we Pace goes no way. Exactly. Okay. Um, and you know, and I, I haven't heard any rumors or anything about mm-hmm. other teams interested. So yeah, I mean, for me, this is the the defensive back is uh, a lower need all of a sudden. Wide receiver is still a need because really, there's a lot of question marks still once you get past the new acquisitions. Mm-hmm. Um and Cameron Meredith is not, I think, a viable option to to consider <laughs> for that me. high up. You're telling me. Um, and part of it's you know his injury, but mm-hmm. you sit there and, and on my board, and I know he's not available on yours, but on uh, on my board, Quentin Nelson is there. You don't hesitate. I mean, that's a solid interior. Injury issues aside, with Kyle Long, obviously, but that's a solid interior with. Uh, with now Quentin Nelson, mm-hmm. Kyle Long, white hair as well. well. The Bears need either great. either of the offensive line positions because, like, you've got um, like I'm looking at NFL and they put it perfectly. Tackle wise, you can look to replace Bobby Massey or yep. replace Josh Josh Sitton, who's no longer there, and then offensive guard is in need. So really, any offensive line is good if you're a Bear fan, and Quentin Nelson is the best offensive lineman of the two positions in this draft. Yeah, like, there's it, no it would question. Be, it would be a solid pick. I mean, for once, the Chicago Bears, which they still have a lot of things they need to do. Mm-hmm. But for they're once, no longer, the Chicago they're Bears... No, they're nowhere near being done. Yeah, exactly. And the Chicago Bears, for once, are sitting there saying, well, we have some offensive weapons now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to do that. Uh, they could totally go defense here. Tremaine Edmonds still on the board for my Chicago Bears pick. I could definitely see that happening mm-hmm. for them. Um, you know, some of the other defensive players would be nice, but you can't pass on Quentin Nelson if he's there. Last team I want to mention. This is going to mm-hmm. take us into the second segment. So if you're on YouTube, this is a tease. If you're on Blog Talk Radio or podcast services around the world, this is going to be part A to part B that will go into the second segment. The Colts. We both have them at Bradley Chubb, but the question I want to ask, what's the probability that the Colts a, either A, get a call, and B, trade that pick back. That they get a call from a team, I'm thinking the Bills, and go ahead and trade back with number three instead of taking Bradley Chubb, being for sure what we need, let's trade back, accumulate accumulate picks, and take a later first. Yeah, I mean, the Bills are trying to move up, so it's possible the Cardinals could be one too, but when it comes to the Colts side of it, I definitely think phone calls could be made, especially if, let's say, the Giants don't take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Browns and, you have and all Giants. Five don't. quarterbacks on the board. If everybody's still there, it's very appealing to trade into that number three spot mm-hmm. to skip the Browns, the Broncos, and the Jets. And it doesn't even have to be the Bills trading up or the Redskins or, or not the Redskins. I'm sorry, or the Cardinals trading up. It could be the Jets. Mm-hmm. Trying to skip in front of the Broncos and the Browns. Could be the Broncos. Yeah. Trying to skip ahead if that if they're looking for a quarterback. Exactly. You know, it's interesting. The Colts have a very desirable pick. Now, if mm-hmm. I'm sitting there for the Colts, I don't know if I want to pass up on the chance of having Bradley Chubb on my team if he's there. Or, you know, or if it somehow is Saquon Barkley that's there. I don't know if I want to pass up that opportunity. But you want to know it's the, a very appealing pick. The only reason why I say the Colts need to trade back 
is because one, you get more picks. Two, mm-hmm. I'm just going to use Bills and Cardinals as the example because they're the teams below the Jets that need quarterbacks. You take either one of those picks for me. Well, more so the Bills pick because I think the the Redskins, you'll see why in a second. But you still got a guy like if you're trading with the Cardinals, okay, we can go get a Harold Landry who could still be available at that point. If you go get the Bills pick, it's all right. Marcus Davenport could still be there. Like there are defensive end type players that you can get later in the first round and then you're getting an accumulation accumulation of picks also with that. You're not just taking yep. one player. You're, hey, we're getting this pass rusher, and we got some more picks yeah, in this draft. You essentially, you don't want to use the Chicago Bears-Mitch Trubisky trade mm-hmm. as the example. Um, well, because I think they got fleeced. No, not at all. Not when you look at the comparison of what I'm going to say right now. Okay. You want to look for the Texans trade for mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson, or you want to look for the... Um, the give, me a, give me a first trade. next year, too. Exactly. If you're just going to trade back with maybe the Broncos, mm-hmm. you know, something that's not much of a trade uh, or not much of a distance, mm-hmm. and you're going to get some seconds, third, fourth, whatever it might be, that's not a good trade. Take your take your Bradley Chuck. I would say I get my, that high level player. My ideal trade partner with the Colts would be the Bills. Give me the 12th, give me your first next year, and then give me. A later pick. A third, a fourth. A third, a fourth, a fifth, something like that. One more pick. Maybe even, like, if they could get, and this might be a little greedy, if they can get the 12th, next year's first, and then two picks third later, that would be a steal. One is Mm -hmm. ideal, but if you could work two out of it and get, like, a third and a fifth or a third and a fourth, that would be, like, we would be praising Chris Ballard. Mm-hmm. After the night of the draft, be praising him yep. for what he did. And, and it's realistic in a mm-hmm. way, too, because you think about a team like the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. The distance there, not that far off from a distance between no. the Bills to the Colts. And that's why the second part we're going to go into in a second. But for my YouTube audience, let us know what you guys think down below about our top 10. Let us know who you would have in your top 10. What do you think about some of these teams? Let us know down below in the comment section. But, Mark, let's move on into our next topic, and we're going through now. This is, what, 11 through 21. So we add a pick for these additional two because, you know, the NFL has 32 teams. That's the only thing I say, like, on the NBA ones. Mm -hmm. The one thing I love about the NBA mock drafts is it's 10-10-10. 30 teams, you go 10-10-10. For us, we have 32. So we got to add that extra team. But some people go, hey, man, you're getting getting a free team? Only 30 teams are in the first round. It just happens that there's 32 picks. Are you saying that the last two picks are basically the second round? No, the Browns saying? and the Bills both have two picks. Oh, okay. That's what you're basically saying. 30 yeah, you were teams, thinking too far into it. I, I was thinking, like, what, are they basically second round picks because they're right by the second round? Yeah, but they could be You're right. Enough. The Texans and the Chiefs are not out. in the first round, but... Before we get into what we were talking about at the end of the last segment, let's go through 11 through 21. I'll yep. let you go first. Started off the Dolphins at 11. Who are they taking? So Dolphins going with Vita Vea, defensive tackle out of Washington. The Bills getting Josh Rosen, quarterback UCLA. Deron Payne, defensive tackle out of Alabama. Bringing Roll tide. Uh, going to the Redskins here. Now the Packers are going to get Cortland Sutton, wide receiver, SMU. Baker Mayfield going to the Cardinals. Quarterback out of Oklahoma. Ravens are going to get Mike McGlitchney, 
the offensive tackle out of Notre Dame. Now, going over to the Chargers, they're going to take Billy Price, the center, the Ohio State University. The Seahawks are going to re-up the Legion of Boom with Tremaine Edmonds. Somehow he's still there. (laughs) Outside linebacker, defensive end, pass rush, whatever, Virginia Tech. Uh, Cowboys with Derwin James, safety out of Florida State. Then the Lions getting Josh Jackson, Josh Jackson, the cornerback out of Iowa. Finally, the Bengals, Orlando Brown, tackle Oklahoma. And the one thing, before we get into the Bills, because that's who we're going to start with, the Dolphins, to me, that Vita Vea pick is now crystal clear. Like, if he's there, you get rid of Nadamik and Sue, get yep. yourself a Vita Vea. Like, yeah. it seems like a perfect marriage for the Dolphins. But Now watch, they're going to surprise us and draft a quarterback. Like a quarterback, but... Yeah. Little side note before mm-hmm. we get to the Bills. What looking back like the Dominican Sue thing is now a failure, right? With how much money Seems they like paid it. him? Yeah. Because they got if my memory's not wrong, they got him in free agency, yep. right? They didn't yeah, get him got in a, a trade. Huge contract. God. Huge contract. And now they're released. like they it's not like a hey, goodbye, you're on with your contract. You're releasing him now. It's I was very interesting to see what what ends up happening in well, he's the, rest go to of the his Patriots. Career. Yeah, but, the Patriots but on a cheap deal. I'm thinking of like what had because he was so high profile, mm-hmm. and now he's not. And now he's yeah. I mean we we forget about him. It's he's fall just of grace, man. Throw him off. You know it's gonna be very interesting to think about what happens the rest of his career. Can mm-hmm. he kind of get back to that kind of early career high it's level? It's different when you get yourself and Nick Fairley, and then you go to the Dolphins. I know they had Cameron Wake and stuff, but he didn't have that dominant guy right next to him uh, like he did with. Um, Nick Fairley, I would say, with the Lions. But let's go to what we were really going to go into, and that is the Bills. So well, you got your still. At the your end picks. of—oh, that's right, my picks. That's what I'm going with. Thank you. I would have went gotcha. right through my picks and would have just went—that's how much I want to talk about the Bills. But quickly going through my picks, number 11, the Dolphins, Vita Vea, defensive tackle out of Washington. The Buffalo Bills going Josh Rosen, the quarterback out of UCLA. The Redskins at 13 going Marcus Davenport, the defensive end out of UTSA. The Packers going Josh Jackson, cornerback from the Iowa Hawkeyes. Cardinals go Cortland Sutton, wide receiver from SMU. Ravens go Rashawn Evans, the inside linebacker from Alabama Roll Tide. The Derwin James, the safety from Florida State, going to the Chargers at 17. Seahawks go Orlando Brown. Kind of up in that, hey, we're building around Russell Wilson now, getting him some protection, offensive tackle, Oklahoma. Cowboys going Calvin Ridley, wide receiver, Alabama. Lions go Harold Landry, pass rusher from BC. Bengals go Mike McGlinchey, the offensive tackle from Notre Dame. And then that rounds out. I almost went right into the next pick. You love the Bills. You I'm love them. stop and I'll wait for the Bills for the next one. But let's start with the Bills because that's mm. kind of the part B to our part A probability that they are the team that trades up from 12 to 3 and were you as soon as you heard that they were making a deal with the Bengals were you like oh who did I hear I think it was Peter King I think it was on the Dan Patrick show said yeah I don't think they're done moving do you think the Bills are not done moving in this draft I think they don't want to be done moving yes mm-hmm. but it, it's all going to come down to that trade partner you know and it's the hard thing whether it's a team because really, I look at it, and I think it almost has the Giants to be the, or the Colts. Colts. Yeah. The it Giants, I don't think it teams. will be, but it could be them. It could be the Giants. I think for the Bills, they would probably call the Giants to say, you know, to, to see if they can get them out, because then mm-hmm. at least they have the second choice. Yeah. 
You know, because there's a very real chance the Giants are going to draft a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Now, at the same time, you might not want to tip your hand Mm -hmm. to them and tell them that you are interested. So they go, yep, we got to take a quarterback now. Uh, But, you know, because with the Browns, the Broncos, the Jets, that trifecta right there, Mm -hmm. you got to skip ahead of it or somehow convince one of those teams to trade with you. Mm Mm-hmm. To pass on the quarterback and go because That's from why there, it's number three at the Colts, Bucks to Dolphins. None of those teams are drafting a quarterback. The Dolphins could. And I the, doubt they will, see, but it's possible. I doubt it too. But like you look at the other, like besides me and you, you look at the Todd McShays, you look at the Mel Kiper. I believe I know Todd McShay before had Josh Rosen going there, and I was like, I kind of get it. Like, what has Tannehill proved? And he was injured last year. But to me, I go, the Dolphins don't need a quarterback. Ryan Tannehill yep. is enough of a starter to be good, and let's see what he can actually do with Adam Gase. Yeah. We didn't get to see that because he got injured in the offseason, and he never played a regular season game with Adam Gase. That's why, to me, I agree with you, but the Dolphins could go quarterback. It's not completely out of the picture. So I definitely think it's very real possibility they do trade up, but it's a costly thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, they definitely put themselves in the position to do it. Because if you're going from, what was it, 21? Yeah, 21 from bef- all the way up to three, mm-hmm. that's a big trade. It's possible, but it's a big trade. That's going to cost you a lot. Uh, moving from 12 to three, it's a little more doable in that case. So I definitely think they are the ones to do it. But at the flip side, if they can weather the storm, you know, unfortunately, you got to take the gamble on whether you do it first because you don't get to see the Browns, Broncos, Jets. But if one of those two teams or maybe two of them don't take a quarterback, you're sitting pretty then. The odds of you being able to get that other quarterback, hopefully it's one you like, it's going to be pretty strong. But for the Bills, they've had so many quarterback woes that I think they have to go and get their guy. Now, if I'm the Bills, I am hoping, hoping that they go ahead and trade for the number three overall pick. Because even if, let's say in my draft, how I have it, let's say Josh Allen does go number two to the um, New York Giants. I am working with the Colts to get a deal done, making it so that I can go at three and get whatever quarterback I want. Because let's say in this situation, yeah, Josh Rosen is a good quarterback, but what if he's not the guy that the Bills want? What if the Bills want a Sam Darnold? What if they want a Baker Mayfield? They can go ahead mm-hmm. and make that choice. But the hard thing three. is they might still have to just take whoever's there. Mm-hmm. There's a very real possibility, and this is why it's such a gamble, that you trade up to number three and suddenly the Browns go, oh, now there's two teams that might take a quarterback before we get our pick. Mm-hmm. And the Giants are then going to say, all right, well— there's a little bit more pressure on us, you know, nothing they could do. I mean, what are they going to do in that case? Trade with the Jets or something like that? Trade with the Broncos? But anyways, so you might have a real possibility of something that only ever really happens in mock drafts Mm -hmm. of quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Is it going to happen? No. So don't yell at me in the comment section. (laughs) But you have an actual possibility of if the Bills trade up, Maybe a Broncos trade up, maybe a Jets trade up with the with the Giants to try and do it. And all of a sudden, if these happen before draft day, the Browns go, "Damn, well there goes our running back quarterback plan." Mm-hmm. Although actually, they might still be able to do it and just flip it in the opposite direction. In that case, take the quarterback first and then get their running back. If let's say the Jets trade with the Giants and the Bills trade to the Colts, 
Now, the thing I'm doing right now is kind of what we talked about with the Colts, but now I'm actually using the Bills because we have that kind of situation. Really, it depends on what the what next year's pick will be because basically if you're the Colts, you got to think, all right, we're giving you a quarterback. It's kind of like the Browns gamble. All right, Houston, we're giving you a quarterback. What are you going to like? Yeah, that first round pick is us, but we don't know where it's going to be. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Like if Deshaun Watson didn't get hurt, that Texan pick could have been a playoff pick. Like it yeah. could have been a probably hey, third segment pick and we're not talking about them two in the top five, but that's not the case. And we're talking about them where we are talking about them. And I'm just going with their first and their first third, which is now the 65th pick, which was used to be the um, buff or the Cleveland pick. It's not enough of a value to me. You would need for if they think, okay, top 10's a little bit high. Let's say if it's even a top 20 pick. Yeah, you would need that pick to be at least 22, I believe, for next year for it to have the similar value. If you are the Colts, are you making a deal where you're giving up your third pick and you're getting the 12th overall, next year's first, and the 65th overall pick, which is the first pick of the third round? I'm interested in it. If I can get multiple firsts, I'm interested. Mm -hmm. And you would have to get multiple firsts. I think for the Bills to make this move. Really to get similar value, to get negative value, you would have to be at 26. To get positive value, you would have that first to be at 25. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, the Bills with whatever quarterback they draft this year are probably not going to the playoffs. I'm sorry, Buffalo. So there's a good chance that the Colts make a deal like that and get an extra pick in the third to do whatever they want with. They can take whoever they want. And you get the 12th, like I said, pass rusher-wise, Marcus Davenport could still be there for you. And you get a pick next year. You get two picks in the first round. So it's basically, hey, we don't have to suck because our pick can be later because as long as the Bills suck, we're fine. As long as the Bills are higher than 25, 25 and above, we got good value for that trade. Yeah, I definitely think it's worthwhile on both sides for sure. Um, and I can see it happening, but it's really, that would be a huge shakeup mm-hmm. for things. If that trade happened, because all of a sudden I'm wondering if the Browns don't take a quarterback number mm-hmm. one overall, I'm wondering if, you know, then the Giants probably take, do take Saquon Barkley instead of a quarterback in that case. Uh, you know, that's going to change a lot of different things for them. Teams like the Broncos and the Bills as well. Let's move on to another, the last quarterback team, I would say, of this first round, there's a possibility the Saints do it. Just spoiler alert, I don't see it. Um, or do I? Let me see. No, spoiler alert, I do see that. Um, so the Cardinals. I almost had them go Lamar Jackson here. I almost did because Sam Bradford, yeah, he's their quarterback. I know they got the ginger giraffe too, but are you competent in having those two guys and not drafting a rookie this year? I almost said, hey, you know what, go with Lamar Jackson Even if he doesn't start this year, you have a quarterback. But then in the end, I'm like, you know what? Let's get Cortland Sutton. Let's get Fitzgerald's replacement before he's gone. Yeah, these are two guys that are ready for retirement, I think, Mm -hmm. and they're just making their way down to Arizona (laughs) to begin with. No, but, I mean, you look at it, and Sam Bradford— Well, the ginger giraffe just wanted a uniform that matches uh, 
The rest of them. The rest of him, yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, Sam Bradford is a good quarterback. No one's going to say he's not. Mm-hmm. He just, just can't injured. stay healthy. He's injured. You know, it's as simple as that. He just mm-hmm. can't stay healthy. I mean, that's why well, we made was, fun of you guys well, when you guys drafted that him for the fir- that first traded year, for him. That first year with the um, Vikings, it's like, wow, he actually looked really good, and he stayed healthy the whole year. Yep. Next year, up, oh, he's injured. Exactly. I mean, good thing we had Case Keenum this past year, but Sam Bradford got injured again. Yep. And Sam Bradford easily can do the same thing. I mean, it's very – I don't see how it's really that different from Carson mm-hmm. Palmer. Good quarterback when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. But he's probably not going to be healthy when you need him. Then you sit there and you got Glennon, and Glennon proved that he's absolutely terrible. He got um, beat up by a rookie. He got beat up by a rookie and lost his job terribly. Mm-hmm. He uh, was really, 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 really bad. But he beat the Steelers, though. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Steelers like to play down to the other team's mm-hmm. level. Uh, so it's just one of those weird things. The Bears just beat the AFC North in general. Um, it's just one of those weird things here where it's like neither one of these guys are really that I – mean, it's not that they're not good because mm-hmm. of Sam Bradford being actually pretty good. It's just that neither one of these guys are someone who's dependable. Yeah. You can't count on either one of these people. So you sit there and you're like, Arizona, if there's a quarterback there – you got to take him. Because you think had him go because Baker was there. Yeah, he's there. If Lamar Jackson was the only quarterback mm-hmm. there, no. Lamar Jackson wasn't going to go in my first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think he's first-round talent. Could he potentially go? Sure, he could possibly go. The, the quarterbacks have eaten up all the limelight here. Um, and notice I said quarterbacks, not wide receivers. Uh, but, you know, Baker Mayfield, if he's there, I do think the Cardinals need to go for it. This just popped into my head, so I'll ask it. If the Cardinals sit there at 15, they go, you know what, we really want a quarterback, but I'm not reaching here for a quarterback. Could they trade down at 15? Could they say, hey, let's find a partner that wants something. Let's try to accumulate draft picks. I'll feel comfortable taking a Lamar Jackson in the, basically for us, the next segment. So the bottom 11 compared to where I'm at at 15, like a 27, a well, 28 pick. In my in my situation, Baker Mayfield will be on the board no matter where you are in the first round. I'm saying if Baker's off mm-hmm. and Lamar Jackson's your top quarterback. No, I still don't think Lamar Jackson is first-round talent. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could pull to talk about I'm Louisville like quarterbacks. I'm saying like Teddy Bridgewater Well, situation. that's what I was going to say. To talk about Louisville quarterbacks, <laughs> you trade up. Mm-hmm. With the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles and say, yeah, mm-hmm. we just want the fifth-year option. Or the Patriots, because they always trade back. Yeah. You know, if you just want that fifth-year option on him, sure, mm-hmm. you can do that. Um, I, you know, and that's basically the second round, mm-hmm. right? So I guess you could do it, but it's yeah. second round with a fifth-year option. Yeah. So it's possible, it but for me, for I found the Cardinals, they've got enough holes on their team mm-hmm. that have popped up that, you know what? If I have to have Sam Bradford and hope he's there next year, I may be willing to do that if I'm not reaching for a quarterback. What about the Packers? What do you think of them? Because right now, like, the moves that they made in between our last podcast and this one, they trade Demarius Randall. They get Deshaun Kaiser from the Browns, like you said. The starting quarterback, yeah. um, Because Aaron Rodgers went back to the IR. He's got to get cut. Um why do you have them going wide receiver in Cortland Sutton? Well, you know, part of me while I started, I did initially think, you know, from seeing things that happened, and yes, they do have Jimmy Graham, their new tight end. Because I'll be honest, I almost had them do the same thing as Sutton went yeah. a pick below me. Uh, part of me was kind of hoping, is Calvin Ridley somehow going to make it to 
to the Packers. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that would have been very interesting. He it didn't, didn't happen. He didn't mind and didn't get drafted. It didn't happen for mine. He went to the 49ers because the 49ers are another one of those teams that they kind of missed out on some of the mm-hmm. top-tier wide receivers. Uh, but for me, the Packers, you get rid of Cobb, something I saw coming a mile away. You get rid of uh, Jordy Nelson, well, something I think, that— I don't think they've gotten rid of Randall Cobb yet. Uh, not yet. Thinking about it. I'm hoping that by the time this podcast airs, it happens because 12, it makes sense. 12 hours ago, it says that um, Randall Cobb expected to stay for 2018. Oh, I'm actually surprised. I thought there was a tweet from Randall Cobb that made it seem like he was expecting to get cut. There was a he sends a message to Jordy Nelson. That's one of the articles I'm looking mm-hmm. at. So either way, um, I'm surprised that that Randall Cobb is is still going to be there for this year, um, especially with cap reasons. But anyways, with Jordy Nelson being gone. You have room for a wide receiver. You need it. And, mm-hmm. yes, you do have a Jimmy Graham who is a good pass-catching tight end. But at the same time, he wasn't as instrumental in Seattle as mm-hmm. they kind of expected him to be when they I'll got be honest, him from I New thought Orleans. he was going back to the Saints. When I heard yeah, I he's in talk that, yeah. with the Saints, I'm like, well, that's a done deal. He's going back there. He's going to play with Drew Brees, even though, like, Dave makes a joke uh, during the fantasy year where I traded Jimmy Graham to him. And he gave me Rob Gronkowski. He always makes a joke of, oh, I didn't know Jimmy Graham slept with Drew Brees' wife. Yep, yep, exactly. Because it's like he stopped passing it to Jimmy Graham that year. But that's what I thought. He's just going back to the Saints. Get yeah, the boys back in town, man. You know, the Packers are in this situation where they're clinging on to something. They did mm-hmm. not have a ton of cap room. They didn't have enough to really make a lot of moves. But they definitely they see the writing on the wall of the, the Vikings are, Vikings are good. Division. It's their division right now. Uh, you know, you have a guy, a young guy like Mitch Trubisky and a good defense in Chicago. Bears could be taking that second spot. Not this year, but in the like, In the next future, year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the the Lions are kind of in the middle ground, we'll but the Packers does. are falling back. Mm-hmm. And they need to do something. And they look at this team, they look at the roster and say, what do we have? Well, we have Aaron Rodgers. So they're just going to put weapons around Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And you get a guy like uh, Jimmy Graham to be one of those weapons, and then you have to move into the draft because really with the amount of cap space they have, I think it's like $10 million or something like that, they don't really have room to do anything. Well, Especially if they're not going to cut Randall Cobb. Well, that's they don't like, have enough room to actually go get anything or do much else besides depth mm-hmm. and sign your rookies. Well, that's like when Dave and I talked about Richard Sherman, and I was like, oh, man, that would be – like I could see him in a Packer uniform. After we recorded that, I was like, well, that ain't going to happen. They don't have enough cap space to make yep. that work. It's going to probably be either like the 49ers or like the like the dark horse I mentioned, the Lions, that ended yeah. up being the 49ers. But, no, with the Packers, what I was thinking was I almost had them go Sutton, but then I was like, you know what? They kind of really need a cornerback. Mm-hmm. They didn't they get do. Richard Sherman. You just traded away Demarius Randall. I mean, it was a this was a guy on my big board stayed put right where he was because of the combine he that he had. But let's be honest, the combine only shows you as long as you're not a red flag, you're not anything to worry about. Like Orlando Brown, they were asking Todd McShay today, like, hey, did he do enough of the pro days? Like, well, he lost five pounds in two weeks. A little bit faster, did five more reps, still a red flag. So it's like, oh, the combine can either hurt you, mm-hmm. can't really help you out a whole lot when you're a first-round pick. Exactly. But it helps those third, fourth-round It could round make pick guys. like a Shaquem Griffin, like a mm-hmm. DJ Chalk yeah. kind of a guy. Um, whereas 
like this, you know, I wasn't happy with your combine, but Josh Jackson giving them a shutdown, like, I don't want to say shutdown, but giving them a corner that can say, I'm going to be a ball hawk for you. Mm -hmm. I had eight interceptions last year in college. I am going to intercept the ball all day. Kirk Cousins, it don't matter if they got him in Minnesota. I'm taking the ball away from him. When it, Whoever he's thrown to, I'm the one going to be taking that ball. That's the only yeah. reason why I went with a Josh Jackson over a Cortland Sutton. What about the Ravens, who kind of lost, like you mentioned a little earlier, lost the wide receiver sweepstakes because they didn't really get anybody. They got, what, Ryan Grant on a four-year deal and then Josh Brown on a one-year deal? Yeah, it's an interesting one. So you, you wonder if they would take a, a Cortland Sutton uh, Cortland Sutton, if maybe the Packers or in your case the Cardinals don't mm-hmm. get him, you know, you wonder if they would go for somebody. Uh, you know, would they then move to the next guy, Christian mm-hmm. Kirk? You know, what are they going to do? For me, I had them go with the offensive tackle because my idea is, well, if I don't have the top tier uh, wide receivers, I at least want to protect my quarterback to give him more time to let them get open. Mm-hmm. You know, to th- eventually throw the ball. Uh, I do. Find it interesting that the the Baltimore Ravens really didn't get that guy mm-hmm. that you kind of expected them to have through the wide receiver for agency. They got some wide receivers, but it's not really any of the top tier type of players. They kind of they whiff a little bit for it. So it's just very interesting there for me. You know, with with Sutton being off the board, I didn't feel like it was a good uh, value for them to take another wide receiver. Now, be honest when I ask this question, because mm-hmm. I almost I almost had this happen, yeah. but I shied away with it because I went defense. How stupid do you think that I don't have Calvin Ridley to the Ravens since he's on my board when the Ravens pick comes up at 16? If it was me, I would have had Calvin Ridley go to the <laughs> Ravens. I'll put it that way. You know, It's what I would have done uh-huh. if he's there. But, you know, defense is good. Mm-hmm. It's all right, I was Ricky. like, I was it's like, right. you know what? A wide, especially when you have, because like mm-hmm. you, you get Ryan Grant, you get Josh Brown. These are guys who are kind of like at the best to me. They're like B list wide receivers. Yeah. To where, if I'm thinking movie wise, it's not. Nah, I'm not going to make that comparison because they were never as great as Bruce Willis was in Die Hard. But it's kind of like uh, you're 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 making the Death Wish movies. Like, mm-hmm. those are the movies you're in. You're not going to be in the Avengers Infinity War. That's just not your style because you're a B-list, a B-list wide receiver. And I looked at it, and I was like, you know what? They can get a wide receiver later. They can get a Chuck. They can get a DJ. Oh, I'm trying to think of his name. DJ Moore, I want to say it is. Um, the kid out of Maryland. That sounds They right. could get a James Washington if he falls. A guy like, um, I don't think Adam Lazar is going to be there for him when their next pick goes up. But... They can get a wide receiver later, a skills guy later. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, some early on were like, hey, he's the best wide receiver in the draft. Remember when he was mocked mm-hmm. to the Bears all day yeah. at number eight? I still think he's the best wide receiver in the draft, but, you know, people know, start, have cooled off on I'm him. starting to like Cortland Sutton a little bit um, on Calvin Ridley. Not a lot, but just a little bit. I think that Cortland Sutton's a better, going to be a better deep ball threat in the NFL from Calvin Ridley. But the Ravens... I could really see them going. I know neither of us did. I should have probably with Ridley, but they could go wide receiver at 16. The only question is, like in your mock, Ridley and Sutton are gone. What do we do? Do we go go with a Lazar this early, a Washington this early, a Kirk this early? No. 
So they could look to offensive tackle mm-hmm. and inside linebacker. But you can't be surprised if they do because you definitely have surprise wide receivers that will go in the first round every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely possible. And I actually, you know, when you look at our drafts and you look at recent years, uh, it's a little surprising to not have more wide receivers mm-hmm. going Usually so far. Usually we got it. Like, this is probably the first time in a while mm-hmm. we haven't mocked a wide receiver in the top, I would say, what, eight? Yeah. The top seven, maybe? Like, usually there's a wide receiver or a team that mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, he's going to be the fifth pick in the draft. Or, oh, he's yeah. going to be the third pick in the draft. Exactly. But this year it was like Calvin Ridley was there at eight, and then it's like it's fallen. As of late with the wide receiver, maybe mm-hmm. it was just because how the free agent pool yeah. landed out. Like the Bears, how they got all their guys, and that's like, oh, we don't need to take Calvin Ridley with the eight pick now. We yep. can go with a Denzel Ward. We can go with a Quentin Nelson. But this is where you guys come in. For this section, let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. What are the picks that you liked? What didn't you like? What about the teams that we talked a little bit about in this section? Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. But, Mark, let's move on into our final 22 through 32. If you're checking us out on podcast services around the world, you guys are a champ listening all the way through. If you guys catch this on YouTube, catch out the other segments as well, 1 through 10 and then 11 through 21. But, Mark, take us through your last 11 picks of the 4.0 mock, starting with the Bills via the Chiefs at 22. So, uh, Bills going... At number 22 with Connor Williams, offensive tackle out of Texas. Uh, then I'm going to have the Rams at 23 with Marcus Davenport, the defensive end out of Texas, San Antonio. Ronnie Harrison, safety out of Alabama, going to uh, the Panthers. Mo Hurst, friend of the show, defensive lineman out of Michigan, going to the Titans at 25. Falcons going to go with Isaiah Wynn, the guard out of Georgia. Now for the Saints. Mm. When you didn't surprise, you didn't expect to see him on the board. No, babe. look at him; he's here. I like him. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch, linebacker out of Boise State. All one right, the, all one right, of the funnest right. names to say. Uh, then Steelers at twenty-eight going to Darius Juice, uh, the Geis. running back. I like saying Juice because it's Darius it's so Geis. close. <laughs> I really want him to be Juice uh, out of LSU. Jaguars Christian Kirk, wide receiver, Texas A and M. Will Hernandez, the guard out of Texas El Paso, going to your Minnesota Vikings. Dallas, this one I actually don't know how to say. What is his uh, last name? Dallas Goddard. Goddard. D, uh, it's the, like the Goddard School. That's yeah, it doesn't help it. me. Uh, the tight end out of South Dakota State to the Patriots. And Martinez Rankins, tackle Mississippi State. You know what you saying? Eagles. Darius Juice reminds me of. What? That. I'm going to say God-awful confession uh-huh. from uh, OJ. Did you catch that on Fox? Because I didn't oh. catch it either. I just caught the I highlights no, from I, it. No, I didn't watch that, but I heard people talking about and it. That's what you reminded me of because people, I think it was, um, oh, who was it? Doug Gottlieb had the best tweet after the bracket was announced and stuff. Mm-hmm. He goes, so wait, OJ just said, like, he just confessed to murder and we're still arguing that Kentucky's a fifth seed. Like, that's, that's where our priorities are. That's what I thought about when you said yeah. juice. Because we can't call him juice because then people just think of OJ who did it. I wish. Well, hypothetically, he did. If he, yeah. if he was to do that, then yep. that's what he would have. That's what I'm going to do. Whenever someone catches me doing something, mm-hmm. well, it's like, well, did you punch him? Well, 
No, hypothetically, I punched him. It was a hypothetical punch. If I were to I punch him, hypothetically, is, I assaulted. This is what would have yeah. happened. If I did, but Ricky, that's what you did. No, hypothetically, that's what I would have done. I still want. I wanted. I to. still want to call him Juice. You do? Yeah. Dar- Darius Juice. <laughs> yeah. It's a cool ass name. Let's go through my bottom 11. Mm-hmm. At number 22, the Bills taking DeRom, bringing the pain, defensive tackle from Alabama. Then the Rams at 23, going Billy Price, the center from the Ohio State University. Panthers at 24. I know they just traded for Torrey Smith. Don't matter. Adam L- Alan Lazard, the wide receiver out of Iowa State, the Cyclones. Then at 22, Mike Hughes going to the Texan, our Tech Titans, not Texans, Titans, cornerback from UCF. The Falcons at 26, taking friend of the show, Mo Hurst, the D lineman from Michigan. Then the Saints going quarterback from Louisville, Lamar Action Jackson. That's why I said not quite. He is going in this first round. He is going to the Saints. Then the Steelers at 28 going Ronnie Harrison, the safety from Alabama. Jaguars go Dallas Goddard, the tight end from South Dakota State. Vikings go Matinus Rankin, the offensive tackle from Mississippi State. Isaiah Oliver, the cornerback from Colorado, goes to the Patriots. And then DJ Moore, the wide receiver from Maryland, going to the Eagles, who just have a opening at wide receiver because they traded Torrey Smith. So that rounds out our first round. And the first team, I'll let you pick. Out of the four we have highlighted on the spreadsheet, mm-hmm. who do you want to talk about first, Rams, Panthers, Steelers, or Jags? I'm going to say let's go with the Rams. Start all right, up on all top. right, all right. So for I think it's interesting with the Rams because they are they made one of those, some moves. They made a lot of moves, and they're one of those teams that truly can go BPA. Because mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we because we've talked about the Marcus Peters mm-hmm. deal. Then they go ahead and get uh, Talib. So that's two corners. They don't really need a corner there. They could just go like you said, BPA. Who's the best? Yeah. I still think offensive line is who you go with and sure up that center spot with Billy Price. I think that's more, yeah, that is going a little bit more with the need, but, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, there's nothing wrong with that for sure. But I I definitely liked the idea of Marcus Davenport, defensive end, because they have such a great strength. Well, if he's there, you take him. Yeah, I mean, they have such a great strength there Mm -hmm. uh, on that defensive line and on that pass rush that they have to just make it even deadlier. Mm -hmm. I mean, this team scores more points than most teams can even think about scoring. So if you can then be able to put that much extra pressure on a quarterback, Mm -hmm. you're going to easily win games next year. No problem. No questions asked. Do you see them maybe going like wide receiver because of the fact of everything that's going on with what's going on with the wide receivers with there? I know that they've... I believe they made some moves wide receiver-wise, but mm-hmm. could that be a position they look at? If they they're could. not going to go edge, if they're not going to go center. They could, but I wouldn't really expect it. You know, um, They certainly could make that move. I don't necessarily know that the value is really going to be there for them at this point. Uh, and there's some good, there's some pretty decent depth at wide receiver to where they can probably make it happen in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that Really, for the Rams, they're just going to take whatever is the best option for them right there. The Rams, honestly, if I'm them, I'm going to... Because Sammy, that's right. That's a, Sammy, Sammy Watkins, Watkins yeah. is with the Chiefs. That's who he signed with. I think that if I'm the Rams, I almost... Obviously, I wish I was a little bit further back in the draft because that means mm-hmm. I did better in the playoffs. Yeah. But I wish that there was somebody I could then call, you know, in the second round, top mm-hmm. of the second round and say... Do you want to trade back up into the into the first round? Is there somebody you want? Do you want one of these quarterbacks? You mm-hmm. know, 
is let's say let's pretend like a Josh Allen is on the board or a Josh Rosen's on the board still. You trade one, you call those guys up and say, hey, you didn't get your quarterback in the first round. Do you want him now? Get that fifth year option because the Rams are such a solid team but already. Could you do the same that thing? They could do that to trade back and get more picks for the future. Could you do the same thing with like a Lamar Jackson or a Mason Rudolph? You could. Do you I don't think know any that it's team would want? Uh, it might not be as appealing as the top mm-hmm. five. The top five of quarterbacks is what I'm saying. But do you think they could pull off a move like that where it's like, hey, you didn't get a quarterback, you didn't get any of the top five? I don't, we are offering yeah. you this pick. I don't think you can because I'm going to sit there and say, yeah, I could trade up to 23, but I feel like I can probably trade to 28, 29, mm-hmm. 30, and 31, 32. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean with the Rams to me, like both of us technically have them going need, um, more so the second and third need with linebacker mm-hmm. being the best, but – Really, I find like the Rams have an interesting spot to me because cornerback they've shored up, wide receiver they could go because this could be the part where it's like, oh, we have the plethora of wide receivers, we need to replace one with um, Sammy Watkins not being there anymore. Um, and really, the only free agent they've signed right now is Roby Coleman, the cornerback that they're basically re signing. They got him to a three year deal, 15.7 million dollars per year so they haven't signed any wide receivers they lost a big wide receiver i'll say especially big for this past year it's interesting to see where the rams kind of go however going wide receiver wise the panthers they're a team forever hey you know they need a wide receiver need a wide receiver they go and trade with the eagles in a trade that i was surprised at like huh eagles gave up tory smith so does this tra- change the Panthers' kind of trade logic towards mm. like, hey, I know Ricky said we take a wide receiver, but we don't need to take a wide receiver. We're going yeah, somewhere else. I think it can, and I think that also the Panthers have kind of shown in the past that they don't really care much about wide receivers. So well, yeah, they just trade Calvin Benjamin on a whim, right? Uh, so I, I don't necessarily by, know. You can walk. You know, I definitely decided to have them go more of the defensive route because mm-hmm. you know that is obviously defensive back. They need a little bit of help there. They've they needed do. help since Josh Norman left. I know Josh Norman wasn't a safety, but still. Uh, they needed some help in that case. And you addressed this one need, so you can kind of move on to mm-hmm. the next thing, and that's all right. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised that they do, in fact. And I did debate, not mm-hmm. Lazard, but I did debate having them go with Christian Kirk here. Um, it could have worked, but I just kind of was thinking of – one, value, but two, it's also one of those situations where I just thought, I don't know if that's the right guy for him. I don't know if that's who they would want. Here's a question I've got for you, and it's only because of who I don't have mm-hmm. in my first round that you do, and that's Connor Williams. Is If Connor Williams, you are speaking now in my realm. Yeah. Connor Williams is on the board. Ronnie Harrison is on the board. What are you going with more if you're the Panthers? If you had to pick one need to go with, are you going to go with an offensive lineman? Let's say Connor Williams is still there because you had Connor Williams ahead of uh, mm-hmm. Harrison. Do you still go with Harrison then with that 24th pick? Or do you say, you know what, Connor Williams is there. We need to protect Cam. Well, I really like Ronnie Harrison. I really do. Uh, you know, Alabama safeties are top quality for sure. Uh, but you got to put value in protecting your quarterback, mm-hmm. especially a guy like Cam Newton who gets hit a lot. Gets hit a ton. Yeah, more than pretty much anybody else. He gets hit a lot. I mean, the man wears a uh, you know, what's his vest? Kevlar. Uh, there we go. 
Can't think of it in my head. Uh, or say it. Uh, you know, he's wearing this big old vest to protect himself because mm-hmm. he gets hit so much. They made a big stink about how they won't throw flags for Cam. You know, they won't flag somebody for mm-hmm. hitting the defenseless uh, quarterback here, roughing the passer or anything like that. So you kind of have to do something to protect him. And Connor Williams, man, this is a good tackle that a lot of people are just kind of ignoring. You know, they're just kind of not a, putting any st- flak, into value into a them. A flak jacket is what it's called. There you go. He wears a flak jacket in games, but not in practice. Yeah. Kevlar, I'm thinking about, hey, we're getting bullet shot at Well, us. I think that's <laughs> the fun of it right there. That makes it more Kevlar, fun. He's wearing a Kevlar vest while he's getting hit. But no, like the mm. Panthers to me, I almost was like, you know what? It, maybe it's because like, yeah, we could protect Cam or we could just give him another weapon. Like, because Torrey Smith, I'll ask you, do you think he changes the needle any for the Panthers? Like, obviously the Eagles I, didn't think he contributed. Like, yeah. the way I see it is, oh, we just won a Super Bowl. Yeah, Alshon did more than you. Bye. Yeah. That's how I saw it. I don't really think that Torrey Smith really changes that much. I mean, he, he changes a little bit. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. you can win one game that you weren't going to win before, or mm-hmm. maybe two, but I don't think he really makes that big of a difference for the Panthers here. What about moving on? The team, when I asked which ones do we need to talk about, you said, yes, we do, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You yep. got him going, Darius Geis. Juice. Do you think... By mm-hmm. that pick, you're basically saying that Le'Veon Bell is going to be on the way out with the franchise tag? I don't necessarily know if he is going to be on the way out because he – here's the way I look at it. I t- am going to take Le'Veon Bell at his word. He said he will not play for the franchise tag. So he's not playing this year. Yeah. He, so my thought is, all right, well, there's no deal getting done, so basically he's not up, playing. Basically, nut up or shut up is exactly. what you're saying. And for me, if I'm the Steelers, this is me saying, well, all right, we got guys. Yeah, you're not going to play, he will. Yeah, I've got a running back now. Mm-hmm. And I've got enough offensive weapons to where I know Geis is a little bit more power back kind of kind of guy than mm-hmm. uh, what Le'Veon's going to be. Uh, but you can work with that. You can make that work in this offense because of all the you know passing weapons that you have and because of Big Ben's talent who is still there. Uh, you know, you can make this happen where I can say, all right, Geis will be able to lead us to success if you want to come back, fantastic. We would love to have you, but you know what? We don't really need you. And the thing that's interesting is how you have guys, like because both the big board and my draft didn't have another running back in bes- besides Saquon. It's funny that both you and Brandon, within mm-hmm. this range, this kind of thir- third segment for us, first segment for the big board, you guys both had Darius Geis in there. I believe what Brandon either had him a little bit in because we only go to 25 with that, but yeah. it's interesting to me, will there be a running back that slips in here late in the first round? A Nick yep. Chubb, a Darius Guy, say I don't know about um, Jones from yeah. USC. Will one of them slip in here in the late first? I feel like one of these guys probably will. You know, you have some teams that they could they don't really need the to Patriots. Have, yeah, I mean that's really the only ones in the later rounds that really need a running back, mm-hmm. you know, all these other teams essentially have their running back situation figured out. Um, that's the thing that makes it difficult need-wise, but I think it's a good value right there. It's a good way to get him. Uh, on the flip side, though, you might have a team like the the Browns or something that can hope that he's there for when they come back in the second round. You know, if they, if don't, they don't get Saquon. If they don't take Saquon. Yeah. yeah. 
if they go with a quarterback first instead and then take, I don't know, maybe Nick Chubb or something like that, mm-hmm. um, or hope that Quentin Nelson can play tackle, you know. Uh, it, it's just one of those things where the need isn't really there. There's really only like one team, maybe the Steelers as well, if they're using my mindset mm-hmm. of thinking that, well, Bell, all right, we'll move on. That's okay. Well, and it's interesting because will Le'Veon Bell – Go with his word, basically. Mm-hmm. And it almost reminds me of what we talked about with Kirk Cousins in a way, where you sat here and said, if Kirk signs with the Vikings, then yeah, he's telling the truth. Yep. But if he signs with the Jets, then no, he's not telling the truth. It's all about the money. You said, we will see. With Le'Veon, it's the same situation. We will see. Is he going to play? Is he not? Is he going to feel the pressure of like, you know what, fine, I'll play because mm-hmm. it's the Steelers and they're usually an organization that's all about the team and not about like the Steelers will sell you out because it's about the team, not the individual player. It's about playing for that logo, playing for that city, being the team, not being an individual player, kind of a little bit, a lesser degree of the Patriots are that on steroids, where yeah. it's you are a Patriot is all about the team on the front first, not the name on the back, kind of um, Yankee style when they don't have yeah. the names on the back. I feel like the Patriots would almost do the same thing, and I know Boston just had a heart attack that I compared them to a um, New York team. But the I evil mean, empire. The evil empire. But you look at running back-wise, like I was saying, the Patriots could be interesting because right now they've got – James White's locked down until 2021. Gillisley's up next year. Bolden's up next year. They're losing right now. Burkhead could come back, but they're losing Deion Lewis. And actually, I think they are losing Brandon Bolden. I think they did um, cut him. I'm not sure about that. But they could be a team that's like, hey, you know what? We're not really – we don't need a stout running back. Screw it. Let's take one of these guys, and they can just join the platoon and fill in for a Deion Lewis or a Rex Burkhead, or they can say, screw it, we'll take one later. Yeah. Like the Patriots are that tricky team for me of what are they really going to do? Trade back, take someone, not take someone? <laughs> Bill Belichick just sits there. We're not making a pick. We're just not making a pick. You could, uh, why not? Just We're, we're going to forego and forfeit our draft pick. What about the last team we're going to talk about today? The Jacksonville Jaguars. You got him going wide receiver. Yep. I got him going with tight end. Why'd you have him going with Christian Kirk? Is it because they lost Allen Robinson? You just lost Allen Robinson. Need to replace him. Yeah, I mean, you got uh, what do they got right now? Dante Dante Moncrief and um, and uh, Marquise Lee. I think are like the top guys there. Right they got now. Lee back. Yeah, they they so signed him back, and I think they signed Moncrief. They signed Moncrief. You're right to a one year deal, seven million. Mm-hmm. Um, and they signed Marquise Lee to a four year, thirty four million dollar deal. So you're not in a terrible situation for wide receivers. But I sit there and thinking, you just lost Allen Robinson. I mean, that is who was injured talent. last year. So yeah. basically, for the Jaguars, it's like whatever. We got to the AFC title game without you. You did, but wouldn't it have been nice to have a quality wide been. receiver? It would have been. You know, that's what I kind of looked at it. For and, and Jaguars are one of those teams where they, they still got Alan Hearns, so now it's Alan Hearns. That's true, and they do have Alan Hearns. Uh, but I look at the team and I think, you know, you're a pretty stacked team. Mm-hmm. You're the team that can take that shot and say, yeah, we'll take one more wide receiver. See, the only reason why I didn't have them go wide receiver is what you're expecting. I expect the one two punch to be Marquise Lee, Alan Hearns. Maybe Moncrief is your third guy on the depth chart, but you're expecting. Jalen Strong to play 
a little bit better, be that guy that he was early in his career with the Houston Texans. What are you going to get out of D.D. Westbrook, who's entering his sophomore year? You're expecting Mm -hmm. him to make a progression, get up there. Didi's the one I really look at. Because, like, an Aurelius Ben is kind of like a, you've been on so many teams, just be somebody that can maybe catch the ball if your name is called. But really, the ones I look at, the five I look at, Lee Hearns, Moncrief, and then Strong and Didi Westbrook in those orders. I look at the tight end, though, and it's like, yeah, you've got Mercedes Lewis, but you could use someone at that tight end position. Why not? I know you're bringing in Niles Paul for a two-year deal, but why not go out there? Why not grab a Dallas Goddard and say, "Hey, you know what? Mercedes Lewis has had a big, has been on a good run, but you're kind of towards the end, more so the beginning. We're going to draft a rookie to kind of mm-hmm. transition from mm-hmm. you." I think an issue for Goddard, though, just fit-wise, is Mm -hmm. when I imagine the Jaguars and what they would really want out of a tight end, I imagine they want someone, because they are very Mm run-focused, that they would like to have somebody that can block, and I don't think you're going to get that Mm -hmm. um, with this pick. So I I just wonder about that, if that would be a good fit for them uh, in that case. But, you know, it's not bad to have a receiving option, because we both went for receiving options. Could the Jaguars, and I'm going to throw out the same question I asked for the, that you asked for the Mm -hmm. Rams, could the Jaguars potentially start the, well, you know what? We're not going to take a wide receiver or a tight end. What team wants a quarterback? Oh, I Jackson, Mason Rudolph. Is this the beginning of it or were the Steelers the beginning of it? No, I think the Steelers have some things they can do. I think, honestly, the Steelers, there's a chance they could draft a quarterback. Mm -hmm. They could just do it. Um, Big Ben's not going to be around for that much longer. True, But, yeah, the Jaguars definitely. If the Steelers don't draft quarterback, I think the Jaguars should probably pick up the phone and say, all right, who wants it? Anybody want to trade up? Do you think any team, I'll ask you this, but 29 through 32, Mm -hmm. is there going to be a team that moves up for a quarterback in this round? And if so, which from 29 to 32 is making that deal? Well, it depends on who didn't. Get their quarterback. I mean, in my situation, Let's for say, example, based the Broncos. Off of your situation. The Broncos and the Jets both. Um, let me double check on the Jets. I, I have the Jets draft quarterback. I did not. I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. So the Broncos and Jets both did not draft quarterback. Those are both two teams that need quarterback. In that case, I would see the Jets trading up. The Broncos, I still think maybe they're going to try and force the um, Case, uh, Keenum. Case Keenum thing. And Teddy Bridgewater, he's young. There's still potential. It's, it's just the injury. It's only a deal. Exactly. You know, it's just the Which injury. Which is safe because it's like, hey, show us you can play and then we'll reward you. Yeah, for them. Although it could be dangerous in the case of like, well, you could have gotten him really cheap if mm-hmm. he becomes really good. When now he decides you know. to go somewhere else after 2018. Yeah, but the problem is for when I think of Teddy Bridgewater, and I don't want to insult your guy because I know he's your guy. I still love Teddy. But. Even though he's going to be was, green and white, he was just a, he was just an above average quarterback. I he was him never more. he was not amazing. He's not bad, but he's just above average. Mm-hmm. So even so, if I'm the Jets, I'm thinking I might need to trade back up and get somebody. Any final thoughts before we wrap this mock draft up? My final thoughts is that they're going to change again very soon because free agency's not done yet. Things are still going to happen. Now here's a question I want to ask for you in front of everyone. Okay, I'm going to have this conversation. On the podcast rather than off the podcast. Mm-hmm. For the 5.0, because yep. I know you've mentioned this before. Yep. For the 5.0, do you and I do trades? Or basically, if let's say for the mm-hmm. 5.0, 
the Bills work out a trade with the Colts, in my mock draft, the Bills are now at three. Do we do that for the 5.0? I don't think we do that. I don't think that me and you do that because it's mm-hmm. the way we have our podcast set up where we both have our is mock drafts the at the same time. Is set. Exactly. And it gets weird and wonky when you start saying, well, I had this team mm-hmm. trade, you know, and I don't I don't should, think that's a good fit. Should we do a joint one that's with trades or it would be too – it would probably be too close. I just wanted to throw it out there because it's a thought well, I, I had for this yeah, one. I would like to do the joint one with multiple people involved where mm-hmm. each person has four, five, six teams, whatever it might be. I think that'd be fun. If you guys would like to see that, let us know down below in the comment section. We're all for doing draft content. Yeah. Love it. So if you guys want to see an extra mock draft, let us know if you want to see a trade mock draft. This is where you guys get to tell us also what you think about anything we talked about in this segment, anything we talked about in this podcast. Housekeeping here at the end. If you liked what you saw, liked what you listened to, make sure to support us on Patreon so that we can do more cool stuff for you guys. Make sure to get an MVP t-shirt. That store is down below in the description. Mostavailablepodcast.com. That's where everything goes for MVP each and every day. Last but not least, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you have iTunes, you're not listening to it, but you do, go ahead and give us a five-star rating. It would mean the world to us. Give us a five-star Tell them how much you love Mark, hate Ricky, how much you love Mark, love Ricky. You can write pretty much whatever you want. Just give us that five-star rating. That's what we really, really want. Thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Thank you guys for listening to podcast services around the world. As always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.